Oh, do you hear this? Do you, oh my God, do you see this? Somebody, baby. Come on, Patty, bring me home, baby. Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready. To your boy T.O. and we have my boy with the big head. Yes, sir. Big, big head hatches in the building, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> What's going on with you, T? How you living, buddy? Man, I'm good, man. I look good, feel good. Uh, I feel extra good. You know, uh, we got Maya coming to, this, Wait, coming to the show today. You know what? I could have guessed we was going to have a female guest because the way you dress. You got your cologne. I smell your cologne. You smell the, my cologne? I, the, I smell it through the, the through the screen. You got your jewelry on. You brushed your teeth, I see. You got one of them extra medium shirts on. Okay. No, this is I extra, see. Uh, extra large. <laughs> I just, you know, I've been hitting the waist. I'm, 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 I ain't. They, they, they said something about a comeback, so I might just, you know, I might really just give it a try. So I've been I've been hitting hey. the weights just a little bit, a tiny bit, not a lot. But you, you know, know what they you know what they say? You stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. You know, that's what I'm right. No, so if so, you had yeah. if you had one, you had one game this year, right? At 46 years old, mm-hmm. let's say uh last week of the season. So it's week six, week 16, team about to go to the playoffs. You guys are nine and five playing against the best defense in the league. Let's say you're going up against the uh, 49ers to go to the playoffs, right? Oh. You're playing for another NFC team. What's your numbers in that game? One game at 46 uh, years old. Well, I mean, the thing is, I'm probably going to only be be playing in like third downs. Right, right. Situations, yeah. maybe red zone. Right. But given the fact that, like I said, I, I – I, I played against Richard Sherman. I've seen tape on him. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would have some success based on my knowledge of the game. I know kind of how he plays. Okay. Um, I kind of know what routes he's susceptible on. Okay. Um, you talk about red zone. That's mm-hmm. that's that's easy for me. I mean, that that would be easy for the offense. Just say, just for hypothetically speaking, being that I ran against Tyree Hill, just say that I'm. Obviously, we wouldn't be playing each other because it's uh, right, right. But it. just hypothetically, just say I'm I'm with the Chiefs, and you think about the weapons that they have. They got Watkins, they got Kelsey, they got Tyree Kill, and yeah. just think you add me in the mix. So if they want to sleep on me and think that I'm not, they go, they go put the third DB on you. They're not gonna put Richard Sherman on you. Hey, They're gonna put the nickel corner on you. Let me tell you something. I'm gonna eat. What's your numbers? Okay, you got 60 plays in the game, right? So you're going to play almost all third down, some second down. There's a lot, three, four receiver sets. So mm-hmm. I'll give you 20 plays right there. Let's say another 10 plays in the red zone. Okay, let's say you got between you got 25 to 30 plays. What's your numbers? Uh, I say anywhere between five to 10 receptions, about, about 81 yards and maybe a tub. That's, you get out of here, that's, man. You that's, ain't doing that's, that. That's you don't have – one catch for one no. yard. It's gonna be on a shallow cross. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I shouldn't even be running the shallow cross uh, at, at one yard because the route is at least five. I know. That's yards. why I said one. No. <laughs> you came back. <laughs> I, you you chimed in the uh, hater that you are. It's 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 only right and only fitting that you would say I would one for one. No. Hey, but <laughs> one I'll take one. I'll take one for one for one. All right, there one it is. Catch, one yard and yard, one, one tub. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. You have it. Week 16, look out for TL coming at you. 
<laughs> yes, sir. Get your popcorn ready podcast. Don't forget to tune in on the Himalaya app or wherever you get your podcast. And definitely YouTube channel. I have that. If you want to see the video version of this show, mm-hmm. please tune in. Check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Terrell Owens. Coming up next, we have the lovely songbird Maya, R&B Grammy Award winner coming up in on the show next. on Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast. Yee! There it is. Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready. It's your host, Hatch, with my boy. Yes, sir. You see how I am, how I look. I look good, feel good. This is T.O. in the building. We got yes, a special sir. guest today. Maya is also in the building with us. Ladies and gentlemen, the beautiful, lovely songbird, Maya. Thanks for coming to the show. Thank you for having me. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. Out here on the West Coast. Fantabulous. You know, you're on the East Coast, right? Yes, sir. Okay. How, now, you guys got some uh, some some weather down there, huh? What, the hurricane? Something's supposed yes. to happen with that? About 4.45 in the morning today, I got a nice alert on my phone about a oh. hurricane warning and mm-hmm. finding cover, finding a basement, uh, and then the flash flood warning started flooding through. Oh, wow. Oh, so you're <laughs> so in the middle of it. Right in the middle of it. You know, okay. I didn't necessarily know what was going to happen. I actually went outside and waited for the beginnings of it so that I could wake my you know, family up and let them know as well or let mm-hmm. them sleep. But then today there's one side of the sky that I witnessed that's super dark. And then the other sky, uh, side of the sky is really light, rain, sun, okay. and rainbow. Okay. That was, that was me. That was me. <laughs> no, you, you were the dark side. That's what it was. No, I, I'm the light side with a little bit of the thunder, the rainbow. Uh, you're yeah, the dark the, side. The sunshine. You're the dark side. I'm the I'm the light side, B. You know how it goes. <laughs> so like, so when it's like weather like this, do you get inspired by any way, any shape or form, like with the music, or like is that why you're out there looking at it and trying to feel the the mood? I have animals, so I was honestly okay. just out there. You know, one of my girlfriends, it's her birthday. She visited, and she has nice. dogs as well. And we were just kind of chopping it up outside. And nice. I looked, I left, and there's this sun and rain happening. And I looked to my right, and there's this dark sky and a rainbow. And so I was just in awe. Sometimes it actually does, you know, inspire mm-hmm. some thoughts or writing. But today was just a, a quickie outdoor situation okay. <laughs> oh, okay. okay so you said animals plural so what uh what animals do you have i have three dogs and one outdoor cat i have a rottweiler a rhodesian ridgeback and a terrier Ooh. poodle mix i love rhodesian ridgebacks that's that's my favorite that's my favorite dog if i get it if i get a dog that's what I've always said I wanted to get a Rhodesian Ridge. So, I, so why don't you have a dog then, since you like them? So because I'm, I'm waiting to get a big enough place and a place where, and Maya, I'm sure Maya can attest, those dogs, they require a lot of exercise. They need to be outdoors uh, and run around. They okay. do. Okay. And, and, and the reason they call them Ridgeback is because the hair on the uh, on the on on their backside it goes the opposite way. Okay, you like you got a little Google on. I see. You. I ain't mad at you. you Google the dog. That's cool. I see. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so you're okay. Are you just a pet person? Period, or like, are you? These are just your dogs. You like like all animals. I've had animals all my life. Pets all my life. You okay. know, it ranged from rabbits oh, to wow. turtles. So you're. So you, would you say you're a country girl oh, then? For sure. Okay. You like you know, dogs, but I've <laughs> well, I grew up in D.C. and Maryland, you know, mm-hmm. so the best of both worlds. 
but definitely country at heart, definitely an animal lover, activist, okay. all of okay. that, vegan. But I just love animals. You know, they're very much like kids. They do require a lot of attention and maintenance. Okay. And mm-hmm. each one of them has their own personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts. So, okay, so talking about... Talking about go ahead, go ahead, T. No, go ahead. What do you got? I was saying, so talking about growing up in the DMV area. So mm-hmm. I want to kind of go back a little bit, you know, because that's kind of how your career obviously began there in the DMV area. So kind of take us back to, you know, the beginning of, you know, your whole career um, in that area. Wow. Well, um, I was always the performer since I was about four years old. Okay. And uh, I was in several dance competitions, recitals, as many young kids are. Gymnastics, ballet, jazz, tap, and majorette. Uh, But my mother started piano lessons with me at five. And then I began to play the violin in fifth grade all the way through high school. And also was part of gospel choir my entire high school. Mm. Dance team, captain, all of that. Uh, singing was something that I'd just always done casually around the house. And my dad was the singer and performer in the family. So he had always had um, musicians over. Oh, okay. The band was rehearsing in the, the living room or the garage, neighbors complaining because he would gig constantly every week. Mm-hmm. I watched my father in the recording studio, uh, printing his own vinyl to wow. creating his own label, TMC Productions, way back in the day. Oh, and that, that was his... That was it, TMC Productions. Okay. My Ruth is my mother. Obviously, I'm the daughter. And then Chaz mm-hmm. was my first brother before my baby brother was born. But mm-hmm. um, we got local radio play. But he was a, a hustler, a grinder, kept three jobs and still wow. pursued his passion. And I was always around music, even if it were through the other arts. And it's just something that I kind of fell into as far as the record deal happening first, but I was originally going to go to New York City and pursue Broadway after college. So it happened, you know, with Interscope Records and an independent label uh, based in Washington, D.C. My last year of high school, they came to my house to hear me sing live because they received the demo tape. They saw the bio of all the performances. Wait, 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 wait. They came came to the house to to hear you live? So how was that like? Like somebody knock on the door. I mean, that had to be like, okay, they hear y'all. Did y'all cook for them? Or like y'all just, what was that? What was that whole um, day like? So I'd gotten back from high school and I was upstairs doing my homework and my parents called me downstairs and there were these two strangers wow. in the living room that I'd never met. Right. Uh, but once upon a time, you know, my, my dad had delivered the demo and the bio along with the eight by 10 pictures and all of that stuff to them. And they were actually looking for female artists locally because at the mm-hmm. time they had Drew Hill, who are from Baltimore, sang mm-hmm. yep, yep. Uh, mm-hmm. a gospel R&B group named Pure Soul, who sang Stairway to Heaven. So mm-hmm. I was actually what they were looking for. And they wanted to see what I was like in person, my personality, how I spoke, if I had mm-hmm. star quality, how well I could sing a cappella. So I, I sang a couple of songs. What song, what song did you sing? Uh, I sang in Vogue, which is basically Jackson Five, Who's Loving You. Okay. Yeah. And then uh Monica, Before You Walk Out My Life, Mary J. Blige, Reminisce, wow. the intro. Yeah. So Yeah, okay. That's what's up. <laughs> well, nice. yeah, so this was a cappella, right? So uh acapella. this 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 one right here, he he feels I think he can sing. I got um, skills. I'm the I'm the I'm sort of I like the skills. dancer. I, I, 
I'm like the dancer and possibly singer in the group, but he swears <laughs> down that he can sing. We I should. Can, no, can, no, no. Right? Will no. you ask him to give us a little no, rendition? We, no, because look, if you're a singer, if you're a singer, this is just like Maya's audition. Okay. We're bringing you into downstairs right now. I don't need no audition in the house. I don't need no audition. It ain't no strangers up in my house. So Maya, right. When, right? You're a singer, so you know you have to warm up properly when you right. Uh huh. So Absolutely. he put me on the spot, and I was like, I'll sing anything. This dude asked me to sing Prince with no warm up. You know, so I'm like, that's kind of hard to do. You can't tell nobody. You should hey, have no, a go-to I, song. My go-to, my go-to song is New Edition. I, it wasn't Prince. Prince that's is really hard. Fun. But Can Maya, you stand the rain? Absolutely. Oh, right. But yeah, I'm absolutely. sure Maya as a singer, I'm sure there are songs that she has she she should warm up for. She has to. And then I'm sure there's some go-to songs that she doesn't have to warm up to warm up for and she can just go with the flow. What's some of your go-to songs, Maya? What's some of your go-tos? Favorite all, some, all, some, all, yeah, all-time favorites. Yeah. Oh, Ribbon in the Sky, Stevie Wonder. Has always Ooh, been the Ribbon in the Sky, yeah, that's nice. Favorite, mm. all-time favorite. Yeah, I mean, I love everything Prince, but, you know, the hits, of course. You know, yeah. they move you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I love disco music, Donna Summer. I love 70s funk, Rick James, mm-hmm. you know. I because, love that whole era from music that I grew so up what, in. So what are what are you currently working on right now? I guess I would say in the music space. In the music space, I released three singles this year. One was a video, music video. And uh, the next one was a 22nd anniversary release um, on 420. It's called You Got Me Part Two for my 90s R&B for fan base okay. and super producers being uh, produced the track. I wrote it. And the latest single right now is called Space and Time. It's something that I recorded in 2018 that just released this year. Shot a video in my yard on my property and nice. in quarantine. Nice. Okay. <laughs> it's a very, awesome. very healing record. It's a very okay. healing record that is all about allowing yourself space and time, obviously, granting yourself the permission to just kind of unplug from the world, the process, whatever might be happening in your life personally or what's mm-hmm. happening in the world currently. And it's just a timeless record, a Louis Short production. So I'm working on the 10th album, um, which is the 13th or 14th overall studio project. Mm-hmm. And also working on the audiobook to my vegan starter guide. Nice. Um, in the studio. No. So, yeah, so this was uh, seems like to be perfect timing, especially with the pandemic. And obviously we're dealing as a country, we're dealing with the whole social uh, uh, injustice and, and inequality uh, pandemic. So I guess uh, to get, like you said, to unplug and try to get away from, you know, whatever it is that we're, we're, we're trying to get away from. Like this is, I guess, perfect timing for that type of album, would you say? Absolutely. I've been working on it for years, you know, in between album releases and touring, but I'm going to go to Nashville, Tennessee to finish this first one up. Also working on another one simultaneously in a completely different direction. But yes, the timing is perfect and essential right now. And that's why I released that song that I've kind of been holding on to. It's all about self-care, you know, which is also essential during this time. What is the, uh, what is the, what has the response been? 
surprisingly, it's been amazing. I was really contemplating wow. <laughs> reaction coming off of R&B projects consistently because right. this is not your traditional R&B. This is not your trap and B. This is not contemporary R&B. This is like timeless music that you might hear at the end of a soundtrack or the rolling mm. credits at the end of a film. A lot of people say that it reminds them of Disney. Nice. <laughs> okay. That's a good box to be in. <laughs> I'm not at it. The sound is just appropriate for now. The message is more appropriate for now. And I just wasn't mm-hmm. scared of it. Uh, fearful for it or of it for that reason. But initially, because it does sound like a, a pop R&B country fusion, I was not quite sure in this climate that we're in today how people mm-hmm. would receive it. But it's been yeah. great. So since you, you've been, like I said, what, 1998 is when you signed, you know, your first deal and it's been 22 plus years as for me, the music industry has changed, you know, completely. So what have you seen that, like, you know, from the last four or five years, you know, what's different than when you yeah. started back in the late 90s? Well, I'm going to tell you. Everything. Right. I, I, <laughs> I recorded my first album to tape, analog. Ooh, tape, what's that? <laughs> I mean, you got to go in a studio pre-rehearsed yeah. to mm-hmm. know your shit. Yep. And you can't mess up. Otherwise, they're slicing tape to edit your vocals. Mm-hmm. So all of that was happening before Pro Tools. My mm. first album also came out on cassette. And wow. CD, there were cassette singles, vinyl, singles, yeah. I it changed before my eyes, but I was also on the cusp, you know. Mm-hmm. And just a couple of years later, the internet blossoms, like early two thousand, maybe one or yeah. two. And then you would see the record labels begin to struggle financially, and the budgets were cut, and there were layoffs and merges shortly mm-hmm. after. And so they've also had to figure it out in the digital age with streaming and digital downloads, but also illegal downloads with the Napster. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Music has been for a long time. But thankfully, this new age of social media, you know, many are now more connected all over the world than ever before to artists. Mm-hmm. And this is also a great climate for independent artists because now there's so many platforms uh, for distribution no matter who you are you have a voice you have a platform youtube has been great for discovery of Mm -hmm. artists all over the world and then you have these uh television shows as well Mm -hmm. where they go on audition on foot to so many places and then they have spinoffs in other Mm -hmm. countries the american idols the x factors and the opportunity is endless now that we're all connected globally Uh, so i've seen it change I agree. Well, I'm going to tell you uh, a way that you changed my life and you have no idea um, how you did it. But unlike the guy over there, like I'm, I'm a very good dresser. Right. He kind of, you know, he kind of goes, he's a little bit extra when he dresses. I'm oh, still, my God. But when you when you came out with the uh, song, you and Jay-Z um, did Best of Me and you guys had the baby blue on. I was mm-hmm. a baby blue fanatic, right? For like probably from like 99 <laughs> all the way up to 2005. I had an all baby blue suit that was inspired from that video. And I was clean. Oh, I was oh, clean. You couldn't tell me oh, nothing. That's I was, so I was sweet. Hey, but I, was, I rocked baby blue probably for a good four or five years though. 
like like hard. And I was like, it was all from that video when you and Jay was just saying that. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, I, I got rid of, I outgrew my baby blue. You know what I'm saying? But don't be a hater because you can't dress. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what color were your shoes? Were they white? Uh, white, white Air Force Ones. You know, oh. 2000, that's all you rock. Air Force Ones went with everything. You know, suit, whatever. Air Force Ones. Interesting. Yeah, okay. I was clean. I'm gonna I'm find that. I'm gonna find that. I'm gonna post that on social media for y'all. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to do that, Maya. I think um, I can't remember. Uh, do you remember the first time we met? I think it was like a it was like a Jordan something event, event. and there was like a little stage and like lighting. I don't know. Was it outdoor and indoor? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first I time I had ever met you. So yeah, that, that, that was a, that was a good experience. What the, was it? Was it at a sporting event? No, I don't. I don't know if it was a sporting event. I, I can't. I, I can't. Right. Right. I feel recall. like they had a DJ though. What's that? They had a DJ, right? Yeah, it was some. I don't know. I don't know what it was exactly, right. but I know it was like a. It was a. It was a big event, like you said. Like you said, he had a big stage, bunch of lights and stuff like that. But yeah, that, that I can't remember the details. So do, but, uh, yeah. do you watch sports at all, Maya? I'm a big boxing fan, and really, I actually grew up in a football slash boxing household. It was never okay. really basketball too much, but my, my dad used to actually box and play football and basketball. Nice. So, are you looking forward good. to this? Uh, are you looking forward to the uh, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones uh, fight? Always, I <laughs> every fight. You know, <laughs> it puts me in the right mindset. I love boxing. That's my favorite sport, by by the way, it's an individual yeah. sport. But mm-hmm. something about it is is very magical for me. It puts me in this zone that keeps me on track. And I get the eye of the tiger. There you, know, you go. There you go. Respect. There you go. So, do you like the uh, UFC as well? All that, or just boxing? I don't like actually it's too much for me to watch it's too brutal i can't get through it so i don't tune into that i like the technicalities of boxing okay you know and i've actually done boxing training before mm-hmm. um so maybe because i have been involved in that and my dad used to box i don't know i just for me mentally mm-hmm. physically is great of course but right. mentally it just it whips me into the right mindset aggressive like aggressiveness aggressiveness but also meticulous in moves and telegraphing your moves and not letting everybody know too soon what's, right. what's about to happen you know okay. the philosophies of boxing that i really get into gotcha. so is that sort of like uh uh kind of the approach that you take with what your what your like your lifestyle, your music, releasing music, things of that nature, things that you're working on. Because I know you're into like fitness, skincare, obviously, obviously uh, the vegan lifestyle. So obviously these these particular strategic moves is that how you approach um, your endeavors? It's the mental stability and strength internally uh, that I pull from in boxing. Obviously, as an independent artist and just being on your grind and then taking the beating from the outside world is necessary to fuel you. Um, but it's an individual sport. And as an individual, there's no machine or no team players as far as being in that ring when it's time to throw down. And so I think a lot of those 
points in boxing, I pull from for the mental strength and conditioning that you need okay. to continue. So it's always an internal thing for me. But yes, everything from running a label to grinding and hustling, but also being my own disciplinarian and making sure that I'm doing what I need to do as far as do I need to fast right now? You know, what do I need to fast from? The same way they do it before a fight, um, I need to train. These are the hours that I need to get up. If you want to achieve something, you go hard. You know, I got to strip this from my diet. Okay, no alcohol for this amount of time, meaning wine, because that's the only thing I drink now. But yeah, just being very, very strict on myself as if I am an athlete, but obviously mm-hmm. apply it to <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. My, my lifestyle and my profession. So you said um, uh, you made a statement beating, uh, uh, taking a beating from the outside world, right? So uh-huh. I mean, from the outside looking in, people are going to look at you, look at your lifestyle, say you have it all figured out. You've had the perfect life. You've never yes. went through these things, right? Because that's what people think about celebrities and athletes. Like you just, you show up on stage and you've been a star your whole life. But give us an example of something, like I said, where, the, where you thought the world, like I said, was beating you down something you had to go through and overcome to make you a better, uh, you know, person, number one, and of course, a better artist as well. Well, you know, whenever you're a public figure, there's Mm -hmm. always rumors, there's always false talk, there's always defamation of character, there's always Mm -hmm. a lot of hate that comes your way. And maybe your fans think you have it all figured out because of what it looks like for them. But as far as the industry standards and what people also appoint you to be, you know, why are you not married? When are you having kids, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Or you're washed up because you're a certain age as a woman or a man. Mm-hmm. Or how come we don't hear your music anymore? Or her last hit was such and such because they don't have the machine right now to push out certain independent things that I do. And I've never stopped. But the story and the perception is a lot different. So people assume the work all the time. And you do take beatings because people tend to defame your character or who you are just by clickbait because it benefits them with advertising dollars or Mm. a headline that makes sense at the expense of you, you know, and who you really are as a person. So you got to be ready for that. And I feel like all sports condition you sports like that. If you don't beat yourself up somewhere, whether Mm. it's the gym, whether it's the court, whether it's the field, whatever it is, you got to develop a second layer and be Absolutely. able to take punches because there's a lot out here, no matter what field you are in. That's just the way the world is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I was referring to. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was, uh, cause me and T always talk about like if social media was around when we were playing, like the, our perception of who we, you know, especially for him would be right. totally different. Cause he'd be able to answer those questions. And I used to always tell him, I'm like, I probably could never read anything after a game because I'm, I'm too, I'm too sensitive. You know, I like, I wouldn't read anything when I was playing. I wouldn't read no newspapers and I'd have a stack. And then after the season, I'd read everything, but I really read all the negative stuff two or three times. Cause that's what fueled me. You know, it's like T like he has, of course, now he even has a bunch of people like on social media, but he would be able to answer all of those, you know, I guess the questions or is he Those this critics, all the critics, he'd be able to do all that right now. So, you know, but it is what it yeah. is, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the world has an opinion, but that's what we also sign up for as well. It's just how you deal with it. Yes. That is the yeah. challenge. <laughs> you yeah, know, absolutely. always it's, a challenge. 
Yeah, it's, it's definitely how you respond to it. And uh, yeah, it's almost uh, like that saying too, much is given, much is required. And so, yeah, it comes with the territory. And and as you mentioned, that's, it's a good metaphor. I mean, just being beat up from the outside world. And again, it it, it, it fuels you. It strengthens who you are, your, your, your person, your character. Um, and as Hatch said, I mean, I've gone through a lot of, uh, I'm sure you've gone through it. Hatch has gone through it. We've all gone through it to some degree. Um, but as you mentioned, and as you said, it's all about how you respond to it. And so for me, I just kind of just, I just kind of deal with it. Um, Hatch has kind of seen it, you know, and, and heard it all uh, as it relates to me. Um, but a lot of people, again, they wonder how I'm able to kind of smile and hold my head up high. But a lot of it, I think with you, Maya, just hearing you and just talking about your mom and your dad, that's really kind of where your strength came from, you know, your parents and your upbringing. And for me, I didn't have a mom and a dad in the same household, but uh, my, my grandmother was sort of like my mom, my, my dad, and and my grandmother. So that's kind of like where my strength came from to withstand, like you said, all the beating that that, that come from, from the outside world. Let's or take a break, we can just pause for the calls and let's give our guys over at Hawthorne some love. There it is. Let's go show Hawthorne with an E some love on this quick break. I see you with your hoodie on, dog, with your sunglasses, trying to look cool. <laughs> Look oh. like you just came in from the gym. You probably smell. No, no, no. I look, I smell just like I look. I look good, I feel good, <laughs> and I smell good. Believe that. No, I don't see it. I can smell you through the whole camera. And we thousands of miles away, brother. That's good. I mean, I'm sure it's a pleasant scent. Why? Wow, what you got on? I got on Hawthorne, homeboy. Hawthorne. That's Hawthorne with an E. Oh, okay. How'd you get your Hawthorne with your E? Did you go online? Did you go take the quiz to kind of so you can see what your smell is and what your scent is and what your are you oily skin, dry skin? You got to take the quiz. So you can kind of know exactly what the company will do to tailor the fragrance for you. And that's what it is. I'm VIP. I'm like. I'm special. They make special scents, special fragrances for special people. And I'm just saying, you know, girls, women, they like guys that smell good, dog. You you can't just run from the gym and just run up into a girl's house, dog. You got to freshen up a little bit. And if you need to get some Hawthorne to do that, then I encourage that wholeheartedly. Well, that's what I'm going to do. So everybody else out there, you do the exact same thing. Check out Hawthorne at Hawthorne.co. That's Hawthorne with an E. And use my promo code POPCORN to get 10% off of your first purchase. Yes, that's Hawthorne, H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O. And use my code POPCORN to get 10% off your purchase as well. Hawthorne.co. Well, you know what they say, T. If you like sex, you'll love Bluetooth.com. Oh, well, you know, Bluetooth.com offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom. Hey, if you perform on the field, you best be able to perform in that bedroom. And with these chewables, you got it. These chewables have the exact same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, right? They work faster. They can be used on a full and or empty stomach. And only takes a few minutes to work. So hopefully you don't work as fast as they do. <laughs> you know what they say, chew it and do it. You got to love Blue Chew. Gives you confidence in the bedroom every time. You and your partner, you'll love it. Just like in real life, you don't want to drop this ball. Pop it, chew it, get it done. With these chewables, you need no in-person doctor visits, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and they ship directly to your door in discreet packaging. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code GPR. Just pay $5 shipping. 
That's B-L-U-E, chew.com, promo code GPR. So, so, of course, going over that now. So give us uh, give us some of your highlights. You know, like was was winning the Grammy, was like that your highlight, you think, of your career? Or like I said, doing a collab with somebody, was that a highlight? Give us like what was your main highlight of your career? Because usually most of the time it's something that people wouldn't think it was, you know, something nobody else knows about. I think, um, you know, getting a Grammy was beautiful and doing it with other ladies. It was a nice mm-hmm. accolade to add to the resume and, you know, a little title to throw out there. Mm-hmm. I got, a little, I got but, a little Grammy, y'all. You know, that's all. But, <laughs> um, but I would honestly say getting nominated for a body of work that I executive produced in 2017 was mm. a big highlight because it was independent and so unexpected I didn't even call that particular album that I released in 2016 Mm -hmm. an album because I was independent funding everything myself didn't shoot any videos for it until after it got nominated for a Grammy so -hmm. it was like an EP or just project to me but because it did qualify as an album because there was more than eight songs I think there were 12 or 13 on there uh Smooth Jones is the title it got nominated and it says executive produced by Maya. Mm. You know, that was very big for me because when yeah. I did go independent, I didn't necessarily know what I was signing up for. And circumstantially, I just didn't want to go to court and sue my record label for accidentally releasing an album that got leaked. So I just decided to go independent, having no clue. Mm. And then, wow. you know, that very first year, another highlight meeting Prince, who became a business mentor to me. Mm. has kept me independent to this day with the conversations and the knowledge and the wisdom that he shared, but also the encouragement. Mm-hmm. That's something, so, what's something that Prince told you like, that stays with you? Stay independent and I'll help. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> own your masters. You know, own your masters. Don't mm-hmm. sample records. You know, replay. Play an instrument. Mm. You know, and, and perfect your craft. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things that he spoke about, I uh, incorporated that into the album and lived by that and it paid off. So that was a big awesome. highlight for me because of that highlight, meeting him and mm-hmm. all the love that he's just engulfed other artists with that he saw a spark or a light within. That's awesome. So, yeah. Congratulations on that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations. And for everybody that's listening with this, uh, we're here with Maya, lovely Maya. Um, my next question would be, cause I want to know, I, cause I've always kind of wondered this and I'm sure a lot of listeners, they, they might made it, they may not know how a collaboration works when you're collaborating with someone. How, how, how does that work? Do, like who comes up with the music, who comes up with the hook, who comes up with, uh, the lyrics, like give us a, uh, in your short version of how all that, how, how that works. It varies, you know, uh, when I was signed to a major label, it worked so many different ways. And we could have a, a record that's being done collectively with a group of people or just two people. For example, Wyclef, Jerry Wonder and I wrote a song called Lie Detector. We thought Beanie Man would sonically fit the record. So we hit him up. We worked it out, straight off agreement. Next thing you know, I'm now on Beanie Man's album because he's on mine. And so the record labels pay the same amount you know, and mm. there's zero balance. So the business behind it, there's an even linear keel to it so yeah. that it's a trade. And I work the same way as an independent artist. You know, I'm like, hey, feature, please. I'll mm-hmm. do something for your album as well. Trade off. There's no money put up front. Right. Work it together. 
you know, and it's financially a safe place for everyone. And that's always great. Whether you're independent, they're independent. Um, virtually, it's done a lot because a lot of artists are touring. So, for example, mm. I'm in the studio right now. I've just done like four <laughs> collaborations during this time. And I'll just send my vocals via wetransfer.com because we chop it up on the phone first. And they let me know what the direction of the album is. Sometimes I'll write it or sometimes I'll have an idea. Send me a dummy vocal or I'll come up with something completely new and just play around with ideas and send it to them. Who, it works who, so who would be your who would be your dream collab? Like your like your top like would blow your mind if you could get the collab with this person. There's so many. But I've always loved 70s funk music and 90s music mm-hmm. is what I mean, one of the artists that is a heck of a performer and musician and entertainer, love his shows. Bruno Mars is someone that I've always wanted to work with on the singing side of things. Um, I would love to get with a J. Cole because of what he speaks about. And people don't know that I got bars, too. Wait, hold on now. You bars. can't say you got bars. bars and then not give us bars. What's up? You'll get bars here from me. There it is. Okay, so that's Bruno. You can't tell us. You can't sit up here and tell us you got bars without like without the sample. Without the sample. I mean, you you in the studio, you in your element. What's up? I mean, I'll play it for you exclusively because it's unreleased. You okay. 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 We'll respect that. We'll respect that. Okay. Okay. I got you. Okay. So, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, so in the sports world, we have, we have this little game we call um, start one, bench one, cut one. You, you know what that means? Like to start your starter, that's your best. And if you bench one, that's your second best. But if you cut one, they're off the team, right? Okay. So let's say if um, you have to give you three artists, right? Artists, let's yeah. say uh, yeah, performers, fe- female performers, Look now, right? I'm not doing that because y'all are going to have me on the shade room looking crazy. Oh, no, no, no. We, no, no, no. No, Look, I can't it's even that, lie. No. I'm trying to. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, the shade room. This ain't oh, nothing like the shade room. No, no, no. They will take this snippet and. Yeah, That's you're right. You're right. That, that, yeah. That, okay, that, so I'll, I'll get right. I'll give you the names first, and then if you don't want to answer it, don't answer it. Right. Okay. Um, Janet, Beyonce, Rihanna. Come on now. I, I, I don't know because it's I your personal. Pre- I can tell you what I would do. Beyonce and Rihanna. Ooh. Y'all will not. Y'all will so, not. Okay, so if if we if we say it, do we get in trouble? Because I, I personally, I would, I, like I would, that right now. <laughs> because I've cut Rihanna. No, y'all are good. Okay, you're good. So I, I've cut Rihanna, and Janice on the bench. Beyonce is the starter. What about you, T? Mm, you can just that's... shake your head if you agree with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, first, first of all, three. Yeah. Three, three. That was three. First of all, I'm starting Maya. Oh, I'm starting Maya. Well, <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm starting Maya. Um, Beyonce's on the bench, and I guess I had to cut. See, you're actually canceled from cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. Can't even do that. Can't even do that. You don't hey, so, hey, 
that's you know, that's a that's a tough that's tough right it's there. supposed that's to be tough, tough right it's supposed that's to be tough, tough let me let me go one more let me go one Ooh. if it's if it's outside the music industry would you be okay to answer that maya but what is it is it a celebrity what is it um i mean the, the next one i was gonna go male r&b and i was gonna no, go i'm not cutting nobody you can't cut nobody <laughs> she nope. said she ain't cutting nope. nobody okay. she ain't okay. getting on nobody okay, well, let, let me let me ask okay will you do boxers then will you, will you do well, boxers i mean okay i'll try but okay you know, that, that takes studying and i don't want to offend somebody now you how's that you're a boxer you're a boxing, I, you're a boxing I, fan I'm a boxing fan, but I don't actually right. study hardcore. You know, no, it, it's not that. It's not that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a person. It's all a personal. I want yeah. that person. Yeah, like, it's not in depth. Okay. So, <laughs> right. okay, Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali, mm-hmm. or Mayweather. Well, hmm. I believe Mayweather is still undefeated. Correct. Yeah. 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 Starter. Okay, starter. For that reason, I, okay, I see it. Oh, Muhammad Ali is a legend. Mm-hmm. So he's bench, in. okay. He's on the bench, yeah. Mike. And then obviously you had to cut, cut, cut Mike. Mike. So that's but you know, I you gotta to cut, cut Mike. Okay. So you so you got so you got the hang of it. So you sure you don't want to do one of the music? Because I got a <laughs> I got a good one. I got a really nope. good one. <laughs> you can do you can ask, you can ask, I'll ask okay, I'll ask you T. Ask All me. right. <laughs> All right, vocals only, right? Vocals, okay. Vocals only. Whitney, Mariah, Patti LaBelle. Ooh, mouse, God damn That's Whitney a good one, huh? That's a good hey, one. Hey, Whitney is a starter. Really? And I gotta go with Patti LaBelle. That's my bench. Really? You'll cut Mariah, huh? Man, Patti is a. I, I, I'm, I'm like Maya. Patti is my starter. Like a legend. Patty's my like star. Legend. Would you would you agree, Maya? Patty is like a legend. She is. Maya's like, I ain't messing with y'all, man. Well, she over there. This, no, no, no. This face. has nothing to do. She's not feeding into <laughs> my she's she's not she, feeding into my really choices. Care. But yeah, I mean, but she would agree that Patty, Patty is a legend. Respectfully first. Patty. Okay. Yeah, Patty's a yeah. Now now that's <laughs> I met but, Patty once and I, I did hit one of her notes in front of her and she was very impressed. I will say that. Okay. I, I'm just saying. I, I, well, that, you can, well, you can say right that without. No well, you can do something right now off the cousin. You no can do warm it in front up. of Patty. <laughs> Patty. You know what's. <laughs> Hold on one second, guys. You good. Okay. If I could remember the song, I sure would. Patty. What about them Patty Pies? What you know about them Patty Pies? No, nah, I haven't had any. But I, well, I know she, I, man. I know she can cook though. I, I know she got like an apple pie, right? Uh, so I think a pumpkin pie. I think it's a pumpkin. But it's, I, I'm sure she has a number of them. Yeah, now she probably does a whole a whole line. I know Mike she, is already done. Mike, I know Mike listening. So I know you probably done lost your bet because I know you probably had an over or under when I was gonna shoot it. But hey, I, ain't you shot. Ain't, hey. I so we we want we we won the bet. We know you ain't gonna shoot. You a chump. Ooh. You a chump, oh, man. Man, you crazy. Oh, right here. Right oh, here. I'll get your popcorn ready. Y'all don't see T.O. be a chump today. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, we're here with the lovely Maya. Um, talking about a little bit of everything. Her vegan lifestyle and the fitness, music, independent yeah. uh, artists. Uh, how she has 
really just established herself as a real, uh, just classy, classy lady, celebrity, artist. Yes, the lovely Maya we have here today. Yeah, I want to get into some of this um, executive producing projects and writing and all that, which one's her, her real passion out of all those. Those, those are all different lanes. That's like saying I'm playing running back, slot, full right, back, right. tight end. Right. Which one? AP. Yeah, yeah, bars. No bars. I got four bars. No bars. Look at here, boy. I got four bars. <laughs> I got four bars on y'all. Uh, oh, that's a real bar. You got no bars. Man. I'm hungry, boy. Go to Patty. Let me find one of my Patty. Grammy songs. winning artist Maya is in the building. Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast with your boy right here, T.O. and my homie Hatch. In the building. We've had Oscar Award winners. We've had Grammy Award winners. We got Hall of Famers. Tune in to Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast. You know what time it is. Let's go. Patty. Patty? Mm, Patty. I'm going to see that one, uh, one commercial of that dude. Let me see. I can find it. That's my Patty voice. Oh, Patty gets down, boy. I'm gonna give you a little. I'm gonna give you a little Patty. If you all know, you can hear that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you see it. Peaky White does a yes that remix. What that remix? Kiki crazy. You remember she she cut up her dude or she shot him or something. Okay, sorry guys. That just oh no, you good? Sorry, you good? We over here. We we over yeah. I'm over here warming up the the vocals for you. You know what I'm saying? I just hey, I just I just I just hit them four bars. I hit four bars while you were gone. Yeah. <laughs> it works so that it does not if the power goes out here we don't get cut off hold on one second so Maya we know okay. I'm going to go back go. early in the segment you had you said you got a bunch of animals some dogs, some rabbits all that good stuff so are these animals are they like like replacement or just yeah, let's let us see one of them. Are, are these are these animals in place of like men in your life? No. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out because you know, just like the outside world. I'm I'm just like the outside world. We all we all want to know. Oh, who's that? Oh, what's up? Jack. Jack? Yeah, he's a Jax, what's up, Jax? Okay, Jax, what's now, which, up? Which one is that? That's the rock? Yes, this is the Roddy. He's Serbian yeah. and okay. German. Okay. Oh, he all, okay. look. He, he he can't take his eyes off you. Look at him. He's just a big old baby. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going? So what's going on in 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 the in the in the in the love life in the love world of of, of Miss Maya these days? Are we single? 
we looking, we dating. Married to self. Okay. I really know about it. I married. Ain't go wrong there. <laughs> and, you know, honestly, I mean, I'm, I'm always on the grind and I support family. So I'm not really on anything else right now, but I'm always open to it. But obviously the priority has been to focus on this independent career and figure that out for years and then serve all the fans. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, right now I'm stationary, so there's nothing that I can do or get into. <laughs> See, it's but funny. I've been on the road since I started. I've, I've not stopped traveling. So this is the first time in my entire career that I've been stationary mm-hmm. for this long. And I'm still right. working, you know. Right. Uh, it's just through the computer or the studio work or virtual mm-hmm. interviews, et cetera. And all these new platforms with new performance uh, platforms virtually or concerts, et cetera. So, I mean... As far as love life, there's absolutely nothing happening right now. Right. So is that, would you have somebody, uh, would be looking for somebody in the same similar industry, just as busy as you are? Well, it's not that. I don't, I think it's more of where that person is mentally and spiritually. Mm-hmm. I think you can be in any profession as long as you are a hard worker. Um, it's more about the person, the character. I have had past relationships where the dynamic was just not congruent, not mm-hmm. balanced, where, you know, I keep weird hours at night and yeah, sometimes right. in the studio for three days straight because that's what it takes yep. you know, to get a composition correct, mixed, mm-hmm. mastered. Um, and so that person has to be secure with themselves, but you also as an individual have to welcome that person into your world so that they're a witness and understand all of the different components, the process, how long the process takes, introduce your family, your team. So there's comfortability and that takes time. And someone's gonna have to have discipline before you cross the line. That person is me, of course, with all these challenges I put myself through Mm -hmm. before you cross that line to get to know each other. And I think that's the healthy way to do it. So you don't title a situation that's premature with all of these expectations that fall under the title. And then things fall through the cracks because you always put the cart before the horse. Horse, You know, it's very, I don't expect men to be comfortable, first of all, with my type of lifestyle because it's all over the place. It's state to state, city to city, country to country. Mm -hmm. And some of the assumptions are way off. (laughs) <laughs> you know yeah. and i'm sure that you guys have experienced the same thing but if they're not invited but first of all you got to get to know that person before they even come into your circle like that right um now you just can't come backstage when very, i just met you <laughs> it's very intimidating i would say and i've always Man. felt that <clears throat> on the other side where <laughs> it's not dating within the industry that's the thing it's that person has to be secure with themselves, but there also has to be that person that's disciplined enough to invite or to, to abstain from anything that creates this assumption or connection and expectations prematurely um, so that you can invite them into your world. They can absorb all of that to give them the opportunity to see 
Is this something that I can compete with? Is this something that I feel comfortable with? And it mm-hmm. goes both ways, you know, mm-hmm. that goes for me as well, regardless of what my profession is, because I'm always going to be wondering if I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's just been the biggest issue for me in relationship. Yeah. And then obviously being busy all the time. Yeah. But um, I feel like there's, there's a will, there's a way. It's just, it's timing. Timing, timing is important. <laughs> yeah, man, I like that. I, I, we appreciate that. You sound like you eloquently described myself. Hatch, do not hate. I know you're going to start. <laughs> I'm hating. not hating, but it's not even close to what, no, not even <laughs> but, close. <laughs> I, she, she got me when, when she started talking about being confident in oneself, congruency, yeah, all those things, being patient. That's not what she meant. That's not what she meant. She when you when she talked about confidence, she's talking about in the relationship. You're talking about confident when that's, you walk outside. You think everybody's all, it, looking at you. Ain't nobody looking at you. No, no, that's not what I. <laughs> no, that's not how I interpreted that. Maybe I, I, that's I, I how know. you I'm interpreted. Not that's not how I interpreted. But yeah, we but appreciate no. that. So everybody, all these men that are out here listening, there you have it. She 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 let you know. Um, you know, if you got a, you're a hardworking person, a person of character, and all the other laundry list of man, you gonna have these dudes hitting up her inbox, man. Don't tell them people. Hey, right there. Tell them. That's not hey, a she fight. probably already got guys. I'm just saying, those are just some of the qualities, and that's I mean, even the half, you know. I like I like to hear your perspective because from the male perspective, when we when we say those things, like the females always like. You, you know, you put your work in front of the relationship. And I'm like, there's girls out there that do that, but there's, you know, we've never heard, we never hear it, you know, for, so for you to say that and give the female perspective, again, females can be on their grind and be focused just like, you know, any other male athletes and entertainers out there as well. So I'm glad that you said that because it's just a different perspective that males got to understand. Like you said, they might not get what they want because as a male, we think, oh, you know, you know, we don't want it all the time in the world. And then as soon as you've gone for three months, they go like, well, can we spend some time together? You're like, I'm gone. You know, I'm on the road. Like you go, the road is the road. You're going to be gone regardless. So it's just a very different perspective on that as well. I think there's a right time and a right place for it. I'm not in the right space in many areas of my life, mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, to take on a full relationship, that's one thing I know. But I do believe in love. I do yeah. believe and have faith in relationships. Um, I think it's beautiful when it's right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's dysfunctional as hell <laughs> when yeah. it's not. And I really truly believe that two people should be elevating each other and adding to each other's lives instead of being a subtraction. That's mm. all. At the end of the day, you can mention woman or man of God. All of those things fall into the basic basic qualities of what I'm looking for. And I haven't even gone down the list of just basic qualities, but I'm not picky either. And respectfully, you have to understand where people are in their lives. And that's mm-hmm. kind of where I am right now. Right. I have to give all this love and attention and time to myself, obviously, mm-hmm. so that I show up in a relationship as my best self Yeah, to expect yeah. the best from someone else. That's really it. Yeah. Love you gotta love yourself before anybody else go love you. That's for sure. Is this something oh. like you do you write about these types of things as well? Is that I actually did a whole music video about it in a wedding dress. <laughs> Not, okay. You know, I married myself in a oh. music video. Oh man, you like Dennis Rodman. 
well, it wasn't like that. But, but, you know, it's very, very necessary for you to do your work on yourself Mm -hmm. and practice self-love and and not expect it from anyone else before you give it to yourself. Mm. And I see a lot of that because we're indoctrinated to think that, oh, this other person is going to make us feel valid or create validation with our friends or the public that wants us to be in a relationship so bad because they want to be in your personal life because you know you need more and it's exciting. You get to live vicariously through that person and they just appoint you automatically. And Mm -hmm. then when you're a woman coming of an older age, how come you're not married? When are you going to get married? How come nobody wipes you up? Mm -hmm. You know, when are you going to pop out some babies for us? We need a little Maya. What? Hold up, right. hold up. Right, right. <laughs> are you are you speaking? Of, are you speak? Are hold you up. speaking of the parent? Are you speaking of the parents? Right. No, I'm not talking about my parents. My mother's my business manager. Yeah, friends, friends, and all that, but, right? Right. So, but no, but but friends. parents though. Speaking fans. of the parents, oh, I know that. Well, yeah, I know fans for sure. They're always. But no, speaking of but speaking of. They're not okay. So, Never but, you know, but you know, in the south, right, right. But you know, my in the parents, south, my parents got divorced. You know, so. Mm-hmm. They have never pressured me to be anything, to do anything, to rush into. They right. just enforce mm-hmm. it, make sure it's right, and you know, you know, mm-hmm. trust your gut, trust your instinct, follow mm-hmm. your intuition, etc. But they've never rushed anything. And neither should you. I like it. I like. It. So there, there's another segment we do on the show called the social status segment, where we kind of want to hear of a story from your social media, talking about your great fans that you have. Um, have you? Has anybody ever like been crazy? Talked to you crazy, like on Twitter, Instagram, maybe like you said on the feed, or like DM'd you something crazy where you like you really want to clap back at them? Or, I mean, probably make you angry inside, but you didn't reply, but you wanted to reply. Oh, there's something every day, but I just press the button. Really? Yeah. Every, oh, you block you blocking people. You got you got crazy fans. I mute, I block, I restrict wow. them now that that's wow. so that they can still comment because sometimes when you block, what happens is they constantly create new pages to harass you because now they're offended. Why why are people harassing you though? Why are they gonna harass you? You ain't hurt nobody. Attention. Yeah. I don't know, but you know, hurt people hurt people. So sure. there's a lot of that out there, no matter how much good you do in the world, no yeah. matter how much you mind your business and sip your water and eat your fruit. It, <laughs> is, it is. And there is a lot of hate that I see, but my fans don't see it because those accounts are restricted. Their comments are deleted because I just don't like the energy. And if I don't delete it, they become bullied. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the fact that they're hurt and throwing hate out there already. And you have a whole fan base that's coming at you. Mm-hmm. telling you to kill yourself that's why i just delete negativity because it wow. sparks these paragraphs from other people as well defending me but i don't mm-hmm. want anything to do with that so right. just I keep it all out the block button to be my best friend and not responding <laughs> at all to that unless of course i'm teaching a nice lesson in a classy manner where mm-hmm. i'm informing this person about themselves or perspective and i'll just end it with you know, blessings, love and light. Right. Have a blessed day. <laughs> I'm gonna pray for you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what you gotta do. Again, I've team again, he's got more people that come at him than you know, I just don't get it, but I'll be telling him, don't even reply. You know, but it's just like so many, you know, from the male point of view, it's like 
well, I can't be no punk. So we have to reply with something. But again, there's, it's these people from the basement, you know, don't go outside and just on their computer, just getting on people's nerves. I don't, they're just it, bored. They want to, they just want to feel like their opinion matters. But and it then, doesn't. Yeah. And then <laughs> the thing is like, I know sometimes I'll clap back every now and then, but over the years I've realized, okay, if they, re- if, if they're posting something, they don't really know you read it until you respond. So if you don't right. really give them a sure. response, then, you know, you just kind of, they just kind of, they just feel like I'm pretty sure they, they just get lost in it, lost in the shuffle. But as Hatch said, sometimes, you know, somebody, you'll, you'll see enough, enough of those comments that, you know, one will probably just eat at you and you'll be like, ah, let me just say something. And then that will roll into a full engaged conversation. <laughs> that rabbit hole. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. And, and I'm like, I'm like Maya. Um, I just had to do that the other day. Like I went back and forth with this guy. I was like, ah, oh, I'm just going to say something. And then it, turned really to like a full-fledged kind of like back and forth. But for me, I, I'm not angered, but they think that I'm angry. Right. Like sometimes I'm over here laughing, you know, responding, and they thinking I'm mad. And then they get to a point of like, okay, block, mute, restrict, whatever the case may be. Yeah. But I, let's uh, let's get off this subject. Uh, I want to talk about this this veganism because Hatch, Hatch is, he's not full vegan, but I'm, on, I'm on the way, though. But he's introduced <laughs> me into a few uh, vegan items or what have you, and I've tried yeah. them. I, I'm not opposed to it. It's just not something I feel like I want to just delve off into just right, just yet. But obviously, a lot of sports figures, a lot of guys, especially football guys now, they have adopted the vegan lifestyle or what have you. How has that enhanced your career? Um, obviously, I think um personally and then just with your fitness what is vegan done for you i mean for all the listeners that are out there and i'm sure we have some vegan listeners but people that may be on the cusp and maybe want to want to try something different maybe they think that veganism is like a a, a diet or, or, or some sort um obviously it's not that but it's just a new lifestyle a way of of of, of living can you explain a little bit about that yes well vegan Vegan life actually started with a willpower challenge for me. I was vegetarian prior. And upon getting into a toxic relationship, I gained all this weight (laughs) Mm. and went back to my old ways prior to being vegetarian. Mm. And so upon leaving that relationship, I went back to vegetarianism for six months. But I said, I'm going to do better than I was before this relationship. And the next step is vegan life. Never really knew much about it. But I learned quickly as I stepped into it and I saw all of these effects take place, positive benefits. You know, I was sleeping better, reversed my anemia because I was low on iron (laughs) as a vegetarian and going vegan reversed that for me. I also lost all of that weight that I acquired and my skin just started to look youthful. Uh, lots I mean, more how, how much more youthful can you look? You've always been youthful. No, I didn't think I mean, be in a relationship, but mm. <laughs> I started looking younger. I started feeling younger. I didn't have any more fractures. My knee issues subsided. As a dancer, that's very important. Um, just mental clarity. And then there was a spiritual revelation that happened when I connected all the dots and the pieces together about what veganism really is. And obviously that was awareness through research. 
And so it began with food. And then I started slowly getting rid of my luggage, mm-hmm. you know, the Louis V luggage and consuming only vegan uh, products, buying vegan makeup and wow. vegan hair and then vegan handbags and wallets and passport holders. No more vegan. Uh, I'm sorry, vegan furniture instead wow. of so oh, it's a whole wow. lifestyle. That's the lifestyle. Now mm-hmm. car interiors with the Tesla is available in vegan leathers because once you see the cruelty behind, whether it be vanity or meat consumption for food, you are spiritually altered. And then when you start understanding the connection with the environment and planet Earth and how animal agriculture is the number one cause of global warming and climate change and destruction of the Amazon and ocean dead zones and species extinction, habitat loss. I'm blown away. And so then it becomes a spiritual revelation and transformation that's permanent for life. Once you go down that rabbit hole, you don't come out because now you're in the know. And so it's really from a place of understanding and awareness and knowledge, the things that they don't teach us for a reason, but also health, you know, health for our planet, health of ourselves, for ourselves, and reversing ailments in my family and community, which suffers the most. I'm determined through this vegan life and different tiers of it to just break the generational diet and the generational curse of Mm. what my family's played with, the diabetes, you know, the heart disease, the high Mm -hmm. cholesterol. My mother is a two-time cancer survivor, Mm. So it runs deep for me and it's done wonders for me. And so during this quarantine, I've been able to cook for family and they love the cooking. I'm now doing cooking sessions online via Zoom with the fair, conducting classes because people really want to know what my secret is, but it's no secret at all. I have a starter guide for people out there that do want to transition into this lifestyle and get as much information as possible about the whole array. Um, it's available on mayamaya.com forward slash lifestyle. Okay. And the next step would be to, you know, become a licensed certified nutritionist, plant-based, of course, mm-hmm. so that I can be very knowledgeable about nutrition as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, can you uh, repeat that? Where can they find that? Uh, mayamaya.com forward slash lifestyle. It's where you can get free starter guide for PDF download. If you're interested. Definitely. So, hey, Hatch, That's there you awesome. go. Man. It's, she, it's heavy. Hey, Hatch, and she, you heard I'm, what she said. Once you go down that rabbit I'm, hole. I'm, I'm on the outside like, rabbit hole. I'm still at Veggie Burgers. Like, give me some time. Hey, you know once what you I'm go saying? down that rabbit hole, you're not coming Maybe back. so, yeah. But the thing about living in L.A., there are some great vegan restaurants. So you can eat vegan and it's good food and get full. Um, so it's a lot easier here in LA than say if somebody were in Ohio or Pennsylvania because they don't have a lot of vegan restaurants. But again, when I when I'm going out to look for restaurants now, I do look more for vegan spots than the the normal boa and katana. Like let me you know let me try something the vegan food because I like it. It's good. It's good. Yeah, I mean, and everything that we love and grew up on the fried chicken and waffles, or even 
I mean, the list goes on and on. On like, and on and off. I mean, the way that I look, people probably think I've been eating vegan, but I'm not. I just naturally look good like this. <laughs> no, Pat, you might need to jump no, on that. Hey, you might need to jump I tell on you that what, vegan. You, hey, you might need to jump on that I tell you like what, that. that's why That's why I look 25 and you look 55. No, you got to get off that ham need, and pork and, and pork chops, whatever hey, you're doing over you there. You need to eat whatever Maya says. Go to that hey. website and whatever's <laughs> on there, you need I to get sure on. I sure will. And I'll, because, and I'll stay on well, top. <laughs> Don't be a hater. Some quick game before we change the subject. <laughs> Everything that we've always loved and grew up on, there is a plant-based version of it that you can either yes. make yourself in your own kitchen or that you can buy from your store and your local grocery store, especially Whole Foods, of course. But mm-hmm. everything is just all about substitutes in the vegan life. So it's not rabbit yes. food. You won't right. starve. You won't lose weight unless you're eating raw foods and vegetables. You know what I'm saying? But right. you can really enjoy life and be vegan. Right. <laughs> big, right. Big attached to yeah. it. Yeah. People thought they were just going to be hungry and be mad all the time because they were, they're yeah. hungry. I'm like, no, you get full off of vegan food. Like, and vegan doesn't like, mean healthy either because there's a lot of junk food that's processed and right. vegan. Fries exactly. are vegan. Rice is vegan. Pasta is vegan. But the more, obviously, the, the plants, vegetables and fruits that yes. you place in your diet the nuts and seeds yeah. more raw options yeah you right. know your performance will be better your recovery time is absolutely better less inflammation less mucus and mm-hmm. all kinds of things that you benefit from and you and break records watch game right. changers when you get a chance i saw that absolutely out. saw that i think no, the, yeah, the, we, plant uh, based, the, yeah. the plant-based pasta has changed my life that's the big one for me yeah, yeah i mean i appreciate you giving us uh you know your, I mean, I, I I can say your your expertise, your information as far as you know the vegan lifestyle because, like I said, it's all about a will and a want to. Um, mm-hmm. And I think when you try to, I mean, every, all these diets that are just popping up, and, and especially an artist for per, per se, you know, just like some years back when Beyonce did the the cayenne pepper and some what everybody wanted to jump on that, but people listen to, um, you know, celebrities athletes or what have you and when they see the proof is in the pudding they see somebody like yourself they and you speak and they see the benefits i think that's what people want to see they want to hear those things and for myself i don't claim to be a a nutritionist or anything like that but over the years i just learned to eat healthy and growing up in the south i'm sure hatch and i'm sure you have at one point in time we've eaten the fried chicken the cornbread and uh, lamb, pork chops, and things of that nature. But it's all about again a lifestyle that you would like to adopt, and you're going to have to have some 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 transformation, some transition into that diet. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, so I, I like the fact that you explain, you know, the different avenues in which you can uh, attain this this vegan lifestyle. So um, it's definitely good and refreshing to hear. Um, and as you said, it's it's it really is it's about a lifestyle. It's about wanting to. To, to do the right thing. And if you see the benefits, that's what's really going to make you, like you said, go down in that rabbit hole. And like I said, the, the results and the benefits are, are endless. So I appreciate you uh, sharing yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. But no, Maya, thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate you. Let's say giving us your time, your expertise. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Good. I'm going to take it all into consideration. I'm going to work on my album. I'll get that to you. Let you go ahead and <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you for coming on the show. We appreciate you, Ma. 
Thank you for having me. That was fun. That was fun. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. 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 Like, uh, yeah. An hour and 10, 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We just be clowning. Yeah. We ain't doing nothing. It, it goes by. <laughs> it goes by when you're having fun. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, yep. Yeah. You stay safe out there on the East Coast. <laughs> Need anything else from us? Uh, let us know. Let's say we'll get you all like the assets and all that stuff. Also, um, I, I I caught you uh just I think it was yesterday. You do this like what is it called? Smooth? What is it? Smooth something groove. You you're playing a lot of music. What is it called? Was that a one-time thing or is this oh, an, yeah. a, a reoccurring thing? Me. Yeah, I caught the end. Oh of- yeah, you. Stones <laughs> Afterglow show. I have a radio show on the album that I was talking about earlier. I play the part of a radio personality, and people always tease me, but also encourage me about doing radio because of my voice. They say, oh, "Yes, yes." To a quiet storm hour, I would listen to it or guided meditation. I want to do it, you know. So, or a podcast, a podcast, or <laughs> anything with voice. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But that comes from an album called Smooth Jones, and okay. it's a radio show that does not exist except for in my mind. But it's oh, so you played just like that throughout that. Album. That's where it starts in your mind, gold mouth. Right. In your mind, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, there, there yeah, is. I caught, there, the, I caught the last probably like few minutes of it. I had jumped on, and this was I think this was actually the day that I told them I was like, "Yo, we should get Maya on," and then. I, I saw you were on live and then I jumped on there and I told him, I said, yo, she's actually on live right now. And you, and I literally, I caught the, it's called Smooth Jones or something like that. Well, but yeah. 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 Afterglow show or radio. Right, right, right. Show. Yeah. So, so is this, are, a, are you, are you going to answer? Are you going to do a versus? Well, that's an album. That's the Grammy nominated album I was talking to you about. But yes. in that album, I'm conducting a radio show with the type of music I like from the 70s and 90s, but it's all original music of my own. Oh, and then I close yeah, it out yeah. with that slow jam that you heard. On yeah. the yeah. 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 I and, mean, ver- and verse who? Asking me about this thing. I've never thought about it, but in a recent interview, I said I'm always open to many things, and I left. Okay, you, you know. What I'm but saying? you, but you won't say no names. Who you want to? No names, because they've already. <laughs> they've already said. I already know. They already went down. Saying, and, and I know. I know I'm who it's gonna be against to too. It. That's all I said. So I'm gonna leave it at that. I know who it's gonna be against. I already know. <laughs> okay. Who 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 is it? Who is it? Who who would you think that would be a great versus with Maya? Brandy. Really. I always thought okay. because of the era. And the oh, really? I thought I thought I thought her and Brandy would be a good one. No, so okay, yeah. That's just that's just me. That's my personal preference. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what I want to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> no, all good. Well, no, Maya. Thank you. Appreciate you. Like I said, stay safe out there. Keep leading. Thank you so much. Appreciate you guys. There you Absolutely. Go. There you have it. I'm get your popcorn ready podcast with Maya. Holla, peace. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the Grammy winner, Maya. That was that was that was good stuff. That was. Hey man, yeah, no, no, trust me, you have no idea. I'm 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 black as I'll get out, but bro, I was blushing the whole time, dog. I was blushing the whole show. I don't know if you couldn't see. I don't know if you saw. You lucky I couldn't see. Hey, these cheeks are uh, what color? Black and red. I saw your I saw your teeth. 
I saw your teeth the whole show. That's for sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I had to show her these pretty whites. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and you know she light skin. She's considered red. You know, black like red, red, red like black. You man. know what I mean? That's how it goes. Man, y'all ain't no checkerboard. I ain't trying to hear all that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just telling you how it goes, dog. You know what I uh, mean? No, like I said, she, she's, uh, she's matured. You can tell she's just like she's in her space. She's comfortable with who she is. She's comfortable with her fan base. She you know yep, knows yep. you know knows what they're going to talk about. She got fan base that has her back. Um, like I said, I, I I like what she's done with her career. Again, she's kind of just you know took off and said you know I'm going to be me regardless of what the industry says. I, absolutely. Um, some of the things that you mentioned, yes, yeah, she. I feel like she's meant. Uh, she's spiritually grounded, mentally mm-hmm. grounded, mm-hmm. Uh, nutritionally grounded. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, she pretty much, like I said, for a lot of guys out there, and I'm not, I'm really being serious right now. For any eligible eligible bachelor out there, I mean, mm-hmm. she checks a lot of boxes. You know, like mm-hmm. I said, she's very mm-hmm. mature. Um, she's secure in who she is. And again, I, I like I like her explanation as far as um, someone that she may or someone may be in pursuit of is that, you know, as long as they're hardworking, they're per- a person of good character um, and all the things that, that she mentioned. So obviously you got to listen to the show to listen to some of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was very refreshing. And again, like I said, I got I got the same thing from um, listening to her. She's a very mature uh, Maya. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, I want to take it to the three and out um, regarding the Maya show. So and I thought the number one thing is when she was talking about becoming an independent artist and she had that talk with Prince and Prince kind of gave her the, you know, the little blueprint to be uh, an independent artist. And she's two words. to a T. Huh? Two words. Stay independent. Stay independent. Prince <laughs> put her on game. And like I said, she yeah. ain't missed a step since. Right. You know, and I yep. think from her again, executive producing, write and sing, and like she can, she knew she could do all that, and now she's proven it to herself. I just wish you know Prince was still around to kind of. I'm sure he'd be major proud of her as well. You know. Yeah, man, that was uh, yeah, that was that that, that was that was good to hear, especially. I mean, to have a mentor like Prince, that's mm-hmm. not a lot of artists. You know, get to have. No. Um, someone in their life like a prince you know right. what i mean right i mean this dude right here i mean he's 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 one of a kind absolutely absolutely uh, i think my let's say the second thing i take away is um the the boxing uh, you know yeah the, yeah the, yeah yeah the number two thing yeah i would say obviously yeah i i that shocked me too that number one she's a boxing fan major and it just <laughs> yeah I, yeah that took me totally off guard i was very mm-hmm. taken back with with that in a good way. Yep. Um, the fact that she said that, you know, she draws a lot of strength from, you know, really the, the approach of, of a, of a boxer, a professional mm-hmm. boxer. And then, you know, when you think about some of the greatest boxers, you know, to, to, to grace this earth and you've watched, you know, box, you think about the Muhammad Ali's, the Floyd Mayweather's, you think about uh, the Vander Holyfield's, the Mike Tyson's, um, just think about the mental preparation that those individuals and there's a lot, obviously a lot others, um, a lot of others. Just think about what they go through um, to yes. to that preparation. And I've heard, you know, a lot of what they go through leading up to a big fight, and then just the day of. Just I'm like, like even now, I'm thinking like the day of a fight. What what mm-hmm. their adrenaline, uh, their adrenaline, adrenaline is like. Um, but yeah, just to just to hear her say that she draws strength from the approach of, of a boxer was uh, 
really refreshing to hear. Yeah, how she kind of uh, compared like the rhythm and art of boxing as far as, like I said, the plan of attack uh, as being an artist is the same as being a boxer. Like that was pretty mm-hmm. amazing how she kind of, you know, put those two together on the same plane. Um, I think yep. the, thir- and the third thing I think was the, the vegan. Like, oh, I, I, I mean, when she talked about the, 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 when you throw everything away, cause you know, me, like I said, eating veggie burgers, you know, here and there and eating at vegan, some vegan restaurants. I'm that close to being, you know, living that lifestyle, but she's like, you know, she threw luggage away. When you throw a Louis Vuitton's away, that means you're serious about being vegan. <laughs> First of all, she ain't thrown no Louis away. She may have hey. sold it. She, she ain't thrown nothing away. She ain't throw it away, huh? She definitely ain't thrown no Louis away. She may have, I don't know, maybe giving it to a family member or something like that. But right, yeah, right. she has, uh, I, I would say she has gone to that sunken place, uh, if you will, <laughs> for, for veganism. Um, which yeah. isn't a bad, which isn't a bad thing, people True. that are listening. But True. yeah, I mean, yeah, when you talk about, I mean, she's, I heard passion. When we talked about veganism, like she went on, she's very articulate. She's very educated, real versed in veganism. And that lets you know that, yeah, she's really serious about, um, about that lifestyle. And I think, you know, what she shared with everybody um, that was listening and that will be listening um, that yeah, it's it's a it's uh, it's it's a place. She said, yeah, once you go there, you go down in that rabbit hole. You're not coming. You're not coming right. back. And yeah. obviously, she, yeah, as she definitely doesn't seem like she's coming back. No, no, no. And yeah, when you start throwing things, I mean, I was even educated on the fact that they have vegan leather for cars for and cars. things of that nature. I mean, yeah, yeah. she's she's in that sunken place. She's in the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, she's in love with the vegan journey. And I think you have to be to continue to stay down that, stay down the hole, if you will, stay down that rabbit hole, if you will. Man, so. I can't wait. I'm trying to find me a, uh, I'm trying to find me a significant other. I want somebody to love me like she loves vegan. Vegan. <laughs> that should be a song. Right. I, that should be the song. Love me like you love vegan. Like Maya loves vegan. Oh, that's hilarious. They have it, ladies and gentlemen, the beautiful songbird, Maya, on Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on the Himalaya app wherever you get your podcast. Definitely please check us out on all our social media platforms. If you see us on IG story, don't forget to swipe, share, and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Sharing is caring. Yee! Peace! No doubt. <laughs>